Makers of Weber's Bread present your all-star Western Theater. Hollywood comes to all-star Western Theater, starring America's great Western singers, Boy Willing and the Riders of the Purple Sage. Today, we welcome a return visit from that great cowboy champion, Monty Montana. Our guest star is that famous mustache comedian of Freeman Radio, Jerry Colonna. My name is Cotton Seed Clark, and here are the Riders of the Purple Sage. from a medicine man was a welcome event. For, besides the cure-alls that he sold, he brought news of the outside world and the glamour of the show business. It was all part of Western community life then, just as Weber's bread is a part of community life today. Well-mixed and well-baked, Weber's bread is enjoyed by thousands of Southern California families. Housewives know that when they serve Weber's bread regularly, their families are getting the benefit of really good bread. Well-mixed and well-baked, Weber's is a substantial, enjoyable part of every meal. So buy Weber's bread when you go shopping. You'll like it, and your entire family will, too. And now let's take a few moments to go back through the musical years with the Riders of the Purple Sage as they blend their fine western voices to sing one of the grandest of all memory songs, Among My Souvenirs. Oh, <laughs> 
of the All-Star Western Theater are in for a special treat today, for we have as our guest one of America's foremost comedy stars of radio and screen, the professor himself, Jerry Colonna. Our guest star is heard with the writers of the Purple Sage and a comedy story of the West written especially for him entitled, Why Did I Ever Leave Wyoming? From out of the spacious west, blazing a trail swiftly through mountain, plain, and stream, comes the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silverware. Why, oh, why did I ever leave Wyoming? Why, oh, why did I ever have to go? Why, oh, why did I ever leave Wyoming? But there's a shadow of fact they're looking for me high and low and high and low. Whoa! Whoa! Cowboy, fry cook, fighter, wild horse rider, and right smart as a windmill fixer. Here's my faithful horse, Silverware. Silverware, say howdy to the nice people. 1847, Rogers. Roy Rogers, that is. Folks, I reckon you are folks. I have a story to tell you which I figured might interest you. I reckon. Oh, excuse me, please. Hello. Uncle Girl, Kelowna speaking. Nope, sorry, old man, but I've sworn off. I reckon. Nope, sorry, never again. I've learned my lesson. I know you need a business, but I can't afford it. Then why don't you go into some other business? But, 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 all right, but this is the last time. And give me two across on El Lobo. <laughs> oh, that's all right. Don't mention it. Goodbye, Crosby. that story you're going to tell us. Ah, yes, the story. Yes. I'll never forget the day I was born. My father was nervously pacing the kitchen floor. I remember well how he said, gosh, I hope it's a boy or a girl. <laughs> Finally, the stock flew over my house and gently deposited his precious package in the front porch. The next morning, father went out to get the milk and saw the little bundle. He heard a tiny cry. <laughs> he peeked beneath the blanket and then fondly said, well, what do you know? A stray cat. <laughs> then Ma came out and said, This is your boy. What is that? I said, This is your boy. Think we ought to go see Mr. Anthony? <laughs> then I began to think of life. Ah, life. Life. Without it, you're dead. But to make a short story longer, come with me back to my early days in my old home state of Wyoming. I fell in with the wrong crowd, and as soon as I found myself in Dutch with an Irish cop, that is, a tenderfoot meets flatfoot, you know, he was a very close friend of the county judge. Cockerbur, Colonna? Yes? You're charged with robbing the Wells Fargo office. Step up to the bar. The case will now be open. Sorry, Judge, I never touched the step. <laughs> order! Order! Well, if you insist, I'll have a short beer. <laughs> Swear the defendant in. You swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? 
I do. What's the matter with you? Crazy or something? I don't know what All day live, you may return to your cell. Oh, uh, by the way, Judge. Yes. Uh, the fellow in cell 13 wants a clean towel and a ginger ale set up. Shall I get it for him? By all means. I won't have our criminal clientele complaining of the service. And that reminds me, Defendant Colonna. Yes? Where were you on the night of December 31st? Well, you might see I was sitting up with a sick friend. <laughs> you should have been with me. I had a wonderful time. I... All right. <laughs> <laughs> When you and your henchmen were making your getaway from the Wells Fargo office, who was driving the car? No one. We were all in the back seat. <laughs> Kelowna, you're plumb crazy. Ah, uh, yes, and I'm a little bit wild about bananas, too. <laughs> you're a dangerous man, Kelowna. Why, it's been rumored that your wife caught you cheating at poker. Is that true? I cannot tell a lie. It is true. Did you have an ace up your sleeve? No, I had a queen on my lap. <laughs> What did she do to you? Oh, nothing much. She just comes over, puts the soft, lily-white hands on my head, mm. then pushed my ears together. <laughs> I take it your home life is none too pleasant. Well, it isn't my fault, Your Honor. My wife was always hounding me for money. All the time, it's money, money, money. Oh, what did she do with all this money? I don't know. I never give her any. <laughs> I understand that just yesterday, your wife came to you on her knees. That's right, Your Excellency. She got down on her knees to me. And dared me to come out from under the bed. Colonna, I don't mind telling you I think you're stupid. Oh, hold on there, Your Honor. I'll have you understand my IQ is 82. 82? Why, Colonna, you're a moron. I am? Yes. Then I got a right to be stupid. <laughs> well, defendant Cockleburg, Colonna, due to lack of evidence in this case, I'm not going to send you to jail. But for the good of the grand and glorious state of Wyoming... This court gives you 24 hours to leave the state. That is all. My next performance will be at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. So I became a wanderer. I began to roam on and on. Then one day my faithful horse, Silverware, carried me across the state land into the land of sunshine, California. Or the just the morning mist with white caps. <laughs> at sundown, Silver and I swam into Hollywood where I registered for a room at the YMCA. It was there that I met those three boys, the riders of the purple matzo ball. Ah, little did I know. Oh, excuse me, please. Hello. Tucker Colonna speaking. Hello, Hope. You say you want me to go to Alaska with you? On an expedition? Wonderful, Hope. Special job for me? I'll take the job. Goodbye, Hope. What's a lead dog? <laughs> As I was saying, I met three boys who convinced me that my field of endeavor was the theater. We got the greatest act you ever heard. All we need is somebody to manage it and see that we're heard in the right places. All right, boys, let me hear your act and I'll consider it. Good. Come on, let's show the professor what we can do. Give us a pitch, Dean. Timber! think, Professor? Well, your voices have plenty of timber. <laughs> now sing the rest of the song. That's all there is to it. Yeah, we figured it was better to have the people wanting more than to give them too much. Not very liberal with your talents, are you? Let me hear it again. 
All right. Timber. 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 Now, what do you think, man? You'll have to prove your rank or it'll go to the dock. <laughs> then, uh, then what do you suggest? More timber. Uh, now, let us see what we do. Let's sing it backwards. Everything is headed for a backward trend these days. Now, let me sing it with you. You start at the bottom and come up. All right. Timber. 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 There's going to be firewood in the cook stove this winter. <laughs> I believe that improves it. Well, my first suggestion is to play the act up in the Redwood country. Ah, uh, we want to stay here and go on the radio. Radio? Just a passing fancy. It'll never last. No, I think we ought to produce that play we wrote. We can make some money that way. The play will produce money? I am one of the greatest actors in the world. Well, good for you, Cockleburg. Let's go out into the country, run a barn, and show it there before we try it out in town. You mean you're going to put a play, a play on in the barn? Sure, why not? Well, it's a handy place to lay an egg. Well, <laughs> uh, what kind of a part can you play, Professor? I am the hero type myself. Well, the hero of our play is the best-looking man in the country. Feel me in. Yeah, he's got big muscles and fears no man. Feel me in. And he never has anything to do with the girls. Reshuffle. <laughs> Ask me, I think the smart thing to do would be to try to get a job and quit this trying to break into this show business business. The boy has a point there. Let's sit on it. <laughs> oh, let's go to the Cheyenne Roundup and see the rodeo and then hire out a cowpunchers from some ranch in that there country there. Cheyenne? That's in Wyoming, isn't it? That's right. Sorry, boys, I can't go with you. You see, a Wyoming sheriff is looking for me high and low and high and low and high and low. Well, <laughs> what does he want you for? Well, I was framed. There was a big robbery. And suddenly, and before I know it, get out of Wyoming and stay out. And here I am. Well, that's too bad, Kelowna. You know, I sure was anxious to see the big rodeo at Cheyenne. Our old friend, Monty Montana, is going to be there this year. Monty Montana? Know him well. Taught him how to ride and handle the rope. Well, why don't you disguise yourself? Grow a beard or something. Yeah, that's right, and then maybe nobody will recognize you. Find a suggestion, boys. I have it. I've always wanted a mustache. That's it. I'll grow a big black mustache. Well, then let's head for Cheyenne. You can grow some lipweed while we're riding through the brush country, huh? <laughs> why, that's wonderful. And when we get there, I have an experiment I wish to try out for the Pepsodent Company. What kind of an experiment? I'm going to brush a cow's teeth with toothpaste. Well, what you going to do that for? To see if she'll give dental cream. <laughs> We packed our rolls and we started out to see our friend Monty Montana in Cheyenne, Wyoming. On the way, I, I grew the face brush that I still wear today. Gorgeous thing, isn't it? <laughs> oh, oh, excuse me. Hello, Cockleburg Colonna speaking. Hello, Roy. I'll stick the trigger. Marvelous. You say you taught him how to count to ten? Splendid. I'll get him to teach you to count to twenty. <laughs> As our old face rules carried us into Cheyenne, Monty met us at the railroad station. Well, 
Howdy, boys. Welcome to Wyoming. Well, thank you, Montana. It's good to be home again. Oh, yeah? Where's your horses? Oh, they're still on the train. They had tickets to Hialeah. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Excuse me a moment. Hello, operator. Wonderful thing, radio. <laughs> Give me Big Crosby in Hollywood. Hello, Crosby. This is Kelowna. How did that Lobo run in the seventh? Mm, too bad. Should have followed my hunch and not bet. Who won? Trigger. How'd he get into the race? Oh, this is Day Off at Republic, yeah? <laughs> oh, yes. How much did he pay? Oh, you're waiting for Trigger to figure his own mutuals, huh? Who was the jockey? Gabby Hayes? Oh, they won by a beer. <laughs> That's plenty. Goodbye, Crosby. Well, Monty, let's be off to the rodeo. Okay, Cucklebur. You boys come right along. My car's over here. Hey, that's a fine-looking automobile, Monty. What kind is it? Oh, it's a late model. It's a 1910 Stanley steamer. Hmm. Better late than never, I always say. <laughs> well, let's be going. How's the rodeo coming along, Monty? Oh, fine, boys. The biggest years in a long time. Monty, watch out where you're driving. Don't worry, Cucklebur. I got my eyes on the road. Well, put them back in your head and watch where you're going. <laughs> you know, Cucklebur, you strike me as a man who's been around horses the right smart. Is that right? Maybe I should try using perfume. Say, hey, look, there's a jackrabbit. I'll see if I can get him. You got him dead center, Monty. Monty, good shot there, Monty. Why, sure. Thank you, boys. I'm not a bad hand with a six-shooter myself. Didn't know you could shoot, Professor. Oh, one of the best. I'm much better at knife throwing, however. Uh, you've been holding out on us, Colonel. I didn't know you was a knife thrower. One of the best. I used to take a knife in hand and at 50 paces pack my brother's ties from around his neck. But I had to stop. What's the matter? You ran out of ties? No, oh, my brother was a very erratic sort of chap. And one day he lost his head. <laughs> well, here we are at the rodeo, boys. Sure is a lot of people here. Never saw such a crowd. Sure is. Everybody in their horses. And I must remember that I am a hundred man. Well, uh, won't nobody recognize you with that big black mustache. I don't think so either. It makes a perfect disguise. My own mother wouldn't know me. Well, Gerald, my boy, what are you doing back here in this here part of the country? <laughs> Why, mother, I didn't recognize you with that big black mustache. <laughs> How's father? I'm all right, son. Been kind of busy here late making myself a new set of teeth out of some bailing wire. Mm -hmm. Ah, this is like old times. Back to my old home state with my mother and father. How's my twin brother, the Stethius? Oh, he was doing right well the last time we heard from the big professor at the school where he's at. I'm glad to hear that. Does he study hard? Oh, he don't do no studying at all. They're studying him. Yes. <laughs> yes. Skeeper had a little trouble with him. He almost escaped from his cage twice. Boys, we'd better hurry. We'll be late. I see the people are beginning to move in. All right, be right with you. I must bid my pet and farewell. Goodbye, Mother. Goodbye. Goodbye, Father. Goodbye. Well, get that over with in a hurry. <laughs> All right, Monty, I'm ready for the rodeo. Fine, Cucklebird. Let's cut through the crowd this way. You'll never be recognized in your perfect disguise. Oh, it's a perfect disguise. Splendid. There he is, boys. The father with the judgment out of the state. Actress! It's the sheriff, Cucklebird. I must run for it. My horse, quick! Think I should have gotten on? And so I left Wyoming again with the sheriff out of my trail. Excuse me. Hello. Cockerbill Colonna speaking. Hello, Miss Hague. Well, you want to know what became of the three handsome boys? Why do you want to know that? 
Oh, oh, excuse me, Miss Haig. I didn't mean to ask such a silly question. <laughs> I haven't seen them in quite a while. But I'll keep you posted. Goodbye. Ah, those three boys. Wait. Someone's approaching. Perhaps it's the sheriff's party. What, what do you know? The riders of the purple Mexico ball. We've been looking all over the country for you. Did you find me anywhere? Not yet. Oh, shut up, Floyd. We're mighty glad we ran into you. We got a big chance to go on to a show, and we need a manager. I'm your man. Where do we work? As soon as we can get there, we're opening Cheyenne next week. Cheyenne? That's in Wyoming, isn't it? It sure is. Sorry, boys. I reckon this is the end of the trail for me. I reckon. You mean you're still wanted in Wyoming? You have it wrong. I'm not wanted in Wyoming. I reckon this is the end of the trail for me. I reckon. We're sorry to hear that, Cucklebur. I'm mighty sad about it. Mighty sad. I reckon this is the end of the trail for me. I reckon. <laughs> Why, oh, why did I ever leave Wyoming? Why, oh, why did I ever have to go? Why, oh, why did I ever leave Wyoming? Because there is someone back there looking for me high and low and high and low. I tried my hand in Cody Wrangling, Coach for Bunk and Bean. When the sheriff's head had bust a bronc, I shook right in my jeans. I climbed up on the saddle and I raked him with my spurs. The next thing I remember, they were picking out the birds. Oh, why, oh, why did I ever leave Wyoming? Why, oh, why did I ever have to go? Why, oh, why did I ever leave Wyoming? Because there is someone back there looking for me high and low and high and low. Oh, give me back my prairie and my saddle and wild game. Where the hills are nice and curvy and the women are the same. Where cowboys all yell whoopee and the laddie at they twirl. And timber wolves yell. Timber! I knew they'd get that in there somewhere. When they see a pretty girl, oh, why, oh, why did I ever leave my home? Why, oh, why did I ever have to go? Why, oh, why did I ever leave my home? Because there is someone back there looking for me high and low and high and low. I used to live in Cheyenne. It's a lovely place to see. You can ride along the rolling plains just east of Laramie. The sheriff almost caught me, and that's why I have to roam. He saw me working in the bank and taking samples home. Oh, why, oh, why did I ever leave my home? Why, oh, why did I ever have to go? Why, oh, why did I ever leave my home? Because there's a sheriff back there looking for me high and low and high and low. And high and low. There he is, men. Cut him off the path. I'll get the rope. The gander beaver is the posse. Let's hit the trail. Thank you, Jerry Colon. Heard with our guest star today were Leola Thatcher, a small, Joe Forte as the judge, and Johnny Paul. Poor Willing, Al Floyd, and Jimmy Dean as themselves. Jerry Colonna will return to our microphone in a few moments. Well, there's one in every cow camp, a cowpuncher who can make the other cowboys laugh. In the old days, when opportunities for entertainment were few and far between, a cowboy with a sense of humor was a valuable addition to a ranch. He helped keep the men happy. 
Today, Weber's bread can help keep Westerners happy, too. For Weber's bread, served regularly, is a big step toward mealtime satisfaction. Well-mixed and well-baked, Weber's bread has that firm, even texture, that golden brown crust, and that distinctive flavor that make it blend well with other foods. At breakfast, lunch, or dinner, your entire family will enjoy Weber's bread. So buy a loaf of Weber's bread tomorrow. You'll see it at your grocer's in the familiar blue gingham wrapper, and you'll like it. And now here is Foy Willing returning with our guest star, Jerry Colonna. It's been a lot of fun and a real pleasure having you as our guest, Jerry. Thank you, Foy. I've been one of your listeners for a long time, and believe me, it's a pleasure taking part in your all-star Western theater. Not only to sing with your boys, but to keep company with my good friend, Monty Montana. Say, I believe you and Monty do a lot of riding together. That's right. I spend most of my time on horseback. When By I'm the working. way, Jerry, I hear, heard you say that you taught me how to ride and use a rope. Well, I just like this. See, I was... <laughs> well, to show you my appreciation, Jerry, I'm going to do something for you. I'm keeping a string of wild Brahma steers out of my place for a friend of mine, and uh, in return for what you've taught me, I'm going to teach you to ride every one of them. What's the matter, you crazy or something? <laughs> Again, thanks to you, Jerry Colonna, for being our guest today, and to you, Monty Montana, for visiting with us again. Here they are, folks, men of the West from out of the West with a real song of the West, the riders of the Purple Sage singing your request song, Cool Water.
where the water's running free and it's waiting there for you and me. Jimmy Dean and all of the riders of the Purple Sage stand so long and thanks for being with us again this week. Missing alone, From Hollywood, you have heard your all-star Western theater starring America's great Western singers Boy Willing and the riders of the Purple Sage. Today we welcome the return visit from that great cowboy champion Marty Montana. Our guest star was the famous comedian of radio and screen Jerry Colonna. My name is Cotton C. Clark, saying much obliged for keeping company with us. This program came to you from Columbia Square. KNX Los Angeles, the voice of Hollywood. <laughs>